I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Voice First Health, the future of health is voice. Well, hello and welcome to episode 14 of Voice First Health. Today's episode is absolutely fascinating as far as I'm concerned. I have a very special guest. I have Dr. Daniela Perry on the podcast, and she is the VP of Health Research of Beyond Verbal, an absolutely fascinating company that is using uh, variables and parameters in a person's voice to determine their emotional state as well as to, uh, to identify risks of having physical diseases, things like coronary artery disease and lung disease, as you will hear. This is absolutely amazing work that they're doing, and I, when, when, when Daniela agreed to come onto the podcast, I was so excited to speak with her and to hear a little bit about the work that they are doing at Beyond Verbal. Now, in speaking with her today, she is over in Tel Aviv in Israel, and I am here in Vancouver, and so our connection at a few little spots here does get a little bit uh, unstable, so I apologize for that, but nevertheless, I, uh, I'm sure that you will be able to... Uh, get uh, a ton of information out of this uh, podcast, and uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing this with you. So uh, without any further ado, it gives me absolute pleasure, uh, and I'm very excited to speak with uh, Dr. Daniela Perry on the podcast. So it's a pleasure to have uh, Dr. Daniela Perry on the podcast with me. Uh, Thanks for being here. Uh, It's great to have you uh, taking some time with us and the listeners. Hi, Terry. Uh, Great speaking to you. Um, I was wondering uh, if you could please first uh, introduce yourself and tell listeners a little bit about who you are. Okay, so I'm Daniela Perry. Um, I'm a neuropsychologist uh, with a PhD focused on brain, brain sciences, brain imaging. And I joined Beyond Verbal around two and a half years ago. And my current uh, position is uh, actually the vice president of health research at the company. Okay, so you are very much uh, in tune with what's going on from the health perspective at the company. That's wonderful. What made you decide to join this company, Beyond Verbal? So actually, uh, when I first heard about the company, I was still um, in the academy working in a big uh, hospital here in Tel Aviv, Israel. And I heard about the company and the work that uh, they have been doing regarding uh, emotion detection by using voice and the intersection with health. And this uh, topic really um, inspired me and I really wanted to... uh, learn more and hear more and I um this is how it all started uh, wonderful yeah, that was around two and a half years ago Wonderful. Well, this is very fascinating work. I've been I've been following what the company has been doing from from afar here, and um, it's like well, we'll get into all this. But I was wondering then if you can maybe tell the listeners a little bit of the the background of Beyond Verbal and what the how did the company you know develop and and what does the company do? Yeah, sure. So Beyond Verbal uh, is a six years old uh, startup based in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Um, the company focuses on uh, voice analytics 
and um, it uses voice, uh, which is a very um, easy to grasp and non-invasive sensor of our body, of the human body, by analyzing it without uh, have paying no attention to the content, what is being said, rather only listening to the tone of voice. So what we do is um, take segments of voices and analyze analyze them and um, get some very useful insights, both on the emotional um, state of the speaker and recently some more uh, very exciting stuff about the health-related issues of the speaker. Wonderful. This is, this is amazing stuff. Um, it almost sounds like this is another way that you can, you know, pull out important information when you were just speaking about you know it's an easy way to grasp some information about the state of the person it made me think of like is this could this be like a vital sign the voice could it be a vital sign of how the person is doing um have you thought about that at all yeah so actually we uh call these insights or the information that can be perceived out of the voice uh, vocal biomarkers which are specific vocal features uh, that correlate to uh, yeah so to the condition of the speaker. Uh, you can think both of uh, emotional states or health-related conditions. And uh, as you said, by using this very easy to grasp, non-invasive uh, uh, sensor, uh, this makes this technology uh, so much exciting and. Um, uh, we really believe that this can really change the world. Amazing, amazing. So how do you how do you actually go about figuring this out? Can you talk a little bit about the computer science behind that? Yeah, so um, what we actually do is use uh, our uh, knowledge and know-how uh, to extract specific features from the voice signal. And the voice can be collected by using any uh, smartphone or tablet or even recordings uh, taken from a call center. Hmm. Uh, so take these recordings, extract um, uh, vocal features that we believe has have to do with um, the insights we would like to uh, perceive. And then, uh, you know, um, translate those features into numbers and those into these numbers into um, some insights regarding the conditions of the speaker. And so it's all based on machine learning, and uh, now we even started doing some um, deep learning using deep learning algorithms uh, to explore these connections between voice and um, insights. Wow, very interesting. What are some of the? Can you can you describe what like some of the parameters are that you're looking for? Like, is it how high the voice is? Is it how how fast the person's speaking? Are there more subtle things that you're looking at? So basically, we look at very complicated uh, features and algorithms. But I can say that um, we use uh, measurements of frequency and intensity and some very complicated derivatives of those um, combinations um, that can be measured few wow. seconds of recording, segments of recording. Fantastic. That's really interesting. And so how, 
how accurate is this? If we just maybe just speak about the uh, the emotional part just for a moment, like uh, I've actually I know that you have an app that you can use on your phone, Moody's, and I've downloaded that and I've played around what? with that, and it's very interesting. How how accurate is that? Like how has that been validated? So um, actually, we have this app, Moody's, uh, that we have uh, tried, and we also have an API that can be downloaded and that uh, recordings can be um, analyzed. And the output consists, uh, for the emotion side, the un- output consists of several scales, uh, emotion-related scales like balance, arousal, and so on, and, so, and also some specific emotions, what we call discrete emotions. Um, regarding the accuracy, so um, yeah, so we can use confidence level, and by deciding on a specific confidence level and throwing out recordings, which for for them the confidence level is lower, uh, we can increase sensitivity and accuracy. So this is the way um, you can play with the API, and you can even reach levels of around eighty percent uh, accuracy for these emotional scales. Wow. And you have it actually. You have it all uh, on our website. So uh, we have uh, different engines for different use cases, um, all uh, all focusing on emotional analytics. Wow! Fantastic! Fantastic! And now, and and the other major thing that you you mentioned, which is, which is just fascinating to me, is the idea of vocal biomarkers. I know you recently did a study in, uh, you know, examining one of these biomarkers. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Because this is, this is really, really interesting. Yeah, sure. So uh, over the past two and a half years, we've been conducting a study with uh, the cardiology department at Mayo Clinic, Rochester, mm-hmm. um, with Professor Lerman, um, who runs this department, the research department there. And uh, what we've been... Um, trying to show is that there is an association between voice and coronary artery disease. So um, uh, physicians at the Mayo Clinic have been recording uh, patients for undergoing an angiogram Mm -hmm. um, to diagnose uh, CAD. Mm -hmm. And we were blinded with regards to the um, state of the person, whether he has or does not have CAD, but we sent back to Mayo Clinic some specific features that we had um, prior knowledge uh, with uh, their contribution to uh, CAD, the relation with the cardiovascular condition of the speaker, and they analyzed the results. Actually, um, a few months ago, a peer-reviewed paper has has been published uh, showing these results. Uh, and um, the overall conclusion is, is that there are specific vocal features um, that can help or that can um, determine whether a person has CAD or does not have. Wow, that's really, really interesting. And can you, do you have an idea of why that is? Why is CAD related to voice? Uh, we see it not as a diagnostic tool, but more uh, a decision support tool for the physician. So we do not believe people will be diagnosed based uh, solely on voice recordings, mm-hmm. but this can help the physician and the caretaker uh, in, you know, choosing which patient should get um, uh, faster into um, 
the gold standard uh, diagnosis um, procedures. And regarding your question, there are several hypotheses which have been uh, thought of when we uh, discovered these connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them relating to uh, the fact that uh, maybe it has to do with the stress effect and uh, that uh, um, may be more enhanced uh, in uh, patients with uh, CAD and may be uh, captured by the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also be a part of the um, an inflammatory um, inflammatory uh, mechanism that uh, actually the CAD is part of. So if you look at CAD as some kind of inflammation disorder, then uh, this inflammation can also uh, affect um, vocal cords and so on. Huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and we also think about uh, the vagus nerve as some kind of mechanism that should be tested regarding the connection between um, uh, voice production and cardiovascular condition. Uh, these uh, hypotheses uh, still haven't been um, checked or proven. Where this is, and uh, the results we've seen uh, are um, a result of a correlation study. We do mm-hmm. not know the exact mechanism behind this, but th- these are like the three main assum- assumptions we are now thinking of. That's fascinating. That's really, really interesting. And so, I mean, this this sort of opens up a whole interesting area now of study in terms of are there other conditions or diseases that could be suggested through changes in a person's voice? Are you looking at other conditions or or what are your plans with that? Yeah, so actually currently we are fully invested in a very exciting study, big data study, and done here in Israel in collaboration with the Maccabi Healthcare, which is the second largest HMO in Israel. Uh-huh. And what Maccabi has, has is a very unique uh, call center for patients with uh, chronic diseases. So they have these nurses calling the patients every once in a while. And Beyond Verbal has gained access to this uh, very unique dat- database and the full uh, EMR, electronic medical records for each of the patients. And we're talking about more than 150,000 patients. Wow. Yeah, so this is really a big data study. And we currently are using uh, both uh, machine learning and deep um, learning algorithms uh, in order to discover uh, these uh, correlations or associations between uh, voice and medical records. Um, we're specifically focused uh, on two main directions. The first one is um, still in the cardiovascular um, domain. So we are now working on um, recordings of heart failure patients, mm-hmm. uh, patients with congestive heart failure. And we have recently uh, published some initial results showing that we can predict uh, long-term survival for this group of patients based on um, 20 seconds of voice um, for each uh, patient. And the other direction is more concentrated on lung diseases, and we have some very nice results showing um, discrimination between patients with uh, COPD and asthma and so on, and uh, patients without. Wow, 
That's fantastic. Um, what this is this is very very exciting. So I'm imagining these scenarios where people will have voice assistants in their homes and they'll be able to talk to the voice assistants and then either directly the voice assistant will be able to give them some feedback on their health or this will be sent to their doctors. I suppose there are lots of use cases. What do you see as being the the major use cases for this? So uh, one of them is certainly the uh, the voice uh, voice assistants, and we think about um, um, incorporating this technology uh, into them. Another one is uh, using this technology for these call centers, for the, like the one we are uh, working on with Maccabi. So imagine the nurse would have an online measurement of the patient's condition while she speaks or he speaks to the patient. So this can affect the way the nurse, um, you know, the decision uh, uh, making of the nurse regarding the condition of the patient. Um, We also think of this technology as very helpful regarding um, the third world where uh, uh, very far from uh, clinics and um, if this technology can make, based on this technology, people will be sent to um, clinical procedures uh, after they'll be, you know, red flagged by this technology this would have a very huge impact on the health community, especially in these rural places. Do you think this technology will develop to the point that it will actually become a diagnostic tool so that it will be able to listen and says, yes, you have this condition or this disease? No, so actually we do not see it as a diagnostic um, tool, but more like a decision support tool. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe that once you get to the hospital or to the clinic, they will have some more uh, sensitive, invasive tools to diagnose the disease. But we do believe that by adding on insights from several sensors, and one of them would, uh, would be voice and other digital health sensors, this would be very helpful to the process. Wonderful, wonderful. And what's the what's the timeline here right now? Like, are you developing skills for, for example, Amazon Alexa or for Google Assistant, or have you even gotten that far yet? Uh, no, we're still on the research regarding the the health related project. We're still um, they're still all, all under research. Mm-hmm. So we are still we are already thinking of uh, prototypes of the product, but uh, this is still under research. Okay. Okay. Well, it's like I say, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, th- thank you so much for sharing uh, sharing this information with us. Is there anything else in particular that you wanted to let the listeners know about what you're doing or anything about the company that we didn't talk about or that I didn't ask you? So I invite everyone who wants to learn some more information to uh, enter our website, which has a lot of information and all the peer-reviewed published work around this uh, that has been done at Beyond Verbal. And I'll be happy to answer any more questions that anyone may have. Wonderful. And so what's the website that people can go to? So actually, it's uh, beyondverbal.com. Great. www.beyondverbal.com. Wonderful. And is there anywhere in particular that people could get in touch with you personally if they wanted to? Are you on LinkedIn or Twitter or any other of the social media? 
platforms? Uh, so actually there is a contact uh, form at the website, uh, huh. on the website. So anyone who wants to get in touch is invited to write um, through this con um, contact form and we'll be happy to um, get back to everyone. Wonderful. Well, uh, Daniela, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us this morning. I, ever since you know uh, you had agreed to come on the podcast, I was very excited to talk to you because this is very, very unique work, and I think it's really, really fascinating. And I'm curious to see how this develops over the next uh, couple of years. So, congratulations to you and to to the rest of the company. I think this is this is wonderful work that you're doing, and I I look forward to uh, to following what you do and to see how. How, uh, how the research develops over the next couple of years. Thank you, Terry, and thank you for inviting me. It was a great pleasure for me. Wonderful. And I'd be happy to stay con connected. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. We'll have to have you back on again at some point in the future as, as things develop. Sure. Thanks. Well, again, a huge thank you to Daniela. This is absolutely fascinating work as far as I'm concerned. And like I said, uh, I can only imagine the different types of use cases that this technology is going to help with. This is going to be incredible. And I know this is only the beginning of this technology. You know, when people say, you know, I can hear it in your voice, this really brings the science and the evidence behind that statement. You know, when somebody says, you know, I can hear that you're sad, I can hear that you're happy. But now the fact that you can actually make statements like, you know, we can hear that you have coronary artery disease. That's incredible. This just seems like something out of the future, science fiction, but it's happening. And so, again, congratulations to Beyond Verbal. Uh, as you know, the listener, I've got all of the, uh, the show notes uh, available for each and every episode with links to the featured companies and to the speakers. And so for this episode, uh, please feel free to go and check out voicefirsthealth.com slash 14 for this episode. And I will have all the links to Beyond Verbal and how you can get in touch with them. As well, just a quick reminder that if you have not subscribed to the podcast, uh, please make sure to do so because we've got lots of other great speakers coming up. And, um, you know, we're already up to 14 episodes and I still feel like we're just getting started. So we've got a lot of exciting things coming up in the future on the podcast. Have a great week and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Take care.